Amen. Praise God. Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh, everybody say, my help. Say it again, my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. But the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. I love the Bible, don't you? Hallelujah. I don't know how you can be discouraged reading the Bible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to preach to this church tonight, my help. Praise God, my help. Amen. Set your Bibles down. I need some prayer warriors to help me pray right now. Lift your hands to the Lord, your voices. Let's ask God to touch us right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, why don't you pray, Lord? I need a touch tonight. I need a word tonight. I need your help tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel a mighty anointing in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't everybody give God praise right now? Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. I'm, you can be seated. I want to preach. Everybody say, my help. My help. Amen. Th- thank the Lord. We don't have to do this all by ourselves. I said, we don't have to do this all by ourselves. Amen. You don't have to deal with life all by yourself. You don't have to go through trials all by yourself. You don't have to go through the ER all by yourself. You don't have to go to court all by yourself. But we've got a mighty God that said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But I'll go with you even to the end of the world. My Lord, my Lord. Boy, I feel like shouting tonight. I feel like stomping the devil tonight. Hallelujah. If God be for us, who? Tell me who could be against us. My Lord, my Lord, clap your hands. Come on, why don't you give Jesus some high praise? Hallelujah. Amen. The most foolish person in the world is is not the one that occasionally falls and gets back up and comes back to God. That's not the most foolish man. But the most foolish man is the one that doesn't think he needs God. Amen. I can work with people that stumble from time to time. 
I said, I can deal and I can be patient with people that stumble from time to time. But they always get up and come back through the door. Come back to the altar. Throw up their hands and say, God, I can't make it without you. I can't do this without you. Some people, some people want to judge others that make mistakes. I'm telling you, if they know they need God, don't worry about it. If they know their help comes from the Lord, pray for them, encourage them, but you don't have to lose any sleep if a man knows he's got to have God. But I tell you who worries me. I tell you who scares me to death is the one that sits there like a knot on a log. And you can preach your guts out to them and they sit there with their arms folded like you ain't gonna get me. I tell you something's gonna get you. I said something's gonna get you. I want Jesus to get me. I want... Hey, I don't care how long you've been in church. Don't you ever get that attitude, I don't need God. Don't you ever get the attitude, I don't need the word of God. It's for somebody else. No, honey, it ain't for somebody else. Uh, It's for the hardened heart tonight. I'm preaching to everybody in this building. Uh, I don't care if you had the Holy Ghost a hundred years or you're still trying to get it. Uh, You need God. Man, the people that worry me are the ones that feel like they're too big to fail. Thank God for this blessings. But the blessings of God can sometimes get people to feeling like they're, they're so big. And they got it so together. That they don't even need prayer meeting before church. Hey, I need more prayer meeting. I need more connection with God. I need more time on my face. Oh, help me preach right now, Lord. Hey, don't ever let the prayer die in this church. I said don't ever let the prayer die in this church. When the prayer dies, the church will die. Thank God for musicians and instrument players and singers and great people to lead service and hostess and all the things. But that ain't what built this church from a family or two. I said that ain't what built this church. I tell you what built this church is men and women that would get on their face and cry out to heaven and say, God, we got to have you. Come on, lift your hands.
to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. I need somebody to get a hold of what I'm preaching right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I watched people walk in with nothing. Amen. All they had was a hunger for God. Praise God. And God can work with that. Amen. But there. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God don't let new houses and new cars and new jobs. And don't mess up my prayer life, Lord. Don't let your blessings go to my head uh, where I can't humble myself and cry like a baby anymore. I want to be more humble. The more he blesses me, the more humble I want to be. Man, it don't matter if you're a pastor or you're a plumber. You need God. You're a stay-at-home mom or you're the CEO of a company. You need God. We've got to have God to sustain us. I said God sustains us. The reason your heart is beating right now is because God's allowing it to keep beating. Our evolutionary medical schools call it involuntary actions. It means you ain't got to think about breathing and your heart beating. They call it involuntary. Tell you it ain't involuntary. It's the mercy of God that says I'm going to wake them up one more day. I'm not finished yet. I got more work for them to do. I got more Bible studies for them to teach. I got more souls for them to win. More messages for them to preach. Come on, I hope you understand how bad you need God tonight. Amen. Church attendance shows a lot about your understanding of how much you need God. Well, praise God. Amen, don't sit down on me now. You're here. I said church attendance is a barometer that shows how much people feel like they need God. There's a lot of people should have been in the house of God tonight to, that ain't here. Uh, and obviously they didn't feel like they needed Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, but I'm here to preach to you. Uh, we need God. Man, don't even get me started about pastors cutting out church services. Cut out Sunday night. Then they cut out Wednesday night. No prayer night. Somebody must have decided they had a bunch of great saints, I guess. That didn't need God. 
but I got a feeling if I need him, you probably do too. If I need to come on Wednesday and pray all day, you probably need to be here on Wednesday too. Hallelujah. My pastor is the greatest man that ever lived. He said, you're going to come a day where you're going to say, either I wish I would have or thank God I did. You get a call tonight, there's an emergency. You know what you're going to say? Thank God I went to church. Thank God I got there early for prayer and I had a breakthrough. I'm telling you, when you get in favor with God. Man, he takes care of his regular customers. I mean, that's why I'm not a part-timer. I'm not a part-time Christian. I don't pray part of the time. I pray every time. Every day I pray. Every day I'm going to get in the Word somehow. And every day I'm going to drive down the road and say, Jesus, I love you. Every day I'm going to say, Jesus, look at my heart today. If you see anything in my spirit that ain't right, uh, Take it out. Why are you doing that? Because I need him. I got to be right. I got to be ready. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. One of the greatest revelations you'll ever get. We focus on Jesus' name, baptism, and filling of the Holy Ghost and all these things. These are... Great revelations, but I'm telling you another great revelation is that you need God every day. When you get tired of walking in dry on Wednesday, when you get tired of walking in backslid on Sunday morning, maybe you'll get the revelation, uh, I should have been breaking through on Thursday. I should have went to the church on Friday uh, and got underneath that pew uh, and prayed until the Holy Ghost began to pray through me. Ah, hallelujah. Praise God. I always said I pray to God that the rapture happens on a Sunday night. When we're all drunk in the spirit. Hallelujah. But what if it's on Monday? What if it's on Friday? Oh, I'll tell you what's going to happen if it happens on Friday. I'm going up just like it's Sunday. I'm going to split the eastern skies with him if it's Friday, Thursday. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say, I need God's help. David said, I'm going to lift up mine eyes unto the hills. I'm going to lift up my eyes unto the hills. Amen. The topography of Israel, if you'll put that slide up there, is that right in the middle of Israel, there's a mountain range. Just to the west of the 
the valley that you see, there's a mountain range. And that 2,500 feet above sea level is the city of Jerusalem. Amen. And to the west of Jerusalem, the topography goes down, down, down until it reaches sea level at the Mediterranean Sea. And the, the top right of the picture, the Sea of Galilee, out of the Sea of Galilee flows down the Jordan River. And this is called the Jordan Valley, but the further it goes down, the, the deeper it gets. And in the life of a shepherd, which most of these people were, they would travel and they would look for pasture. And so a day may find them on the east side. They may be on the east side for a week, two weeks, a month. They may cross over and end up on the west side. They're just looking for pastures for their sheep. Amen. But it didn't matter. I, I went to Israel, the greatest experience of my life, and Hopefully I'll get to go again before the rapture. If not, I know I'll be there at the end of the tribulation. But anyway, I'd like to go before then. But uh, it didn't matter where you were at. You could always see that mountain range that was in the middle of the country. It was just a little country, a little narrow country. And it didn't matter where you was. You could always see an elevation and see the mountain range. And you knew that that's where Jerusalem was. Amen. And when you get down, the Jordan River goes all the way down. You see the blue line flows. It flows all the way to the Dead Sea. And when you get to the Dead Sea, uh, that is the lowest place on planet Earth. It's almost 1,500 feet below sea level, which means anywhere that there's land on this Earth is higher than that spot is. And I remember being at the Dead Sea and looking at all the deadness. And it was barren when you got down there. There, there wasn't any grass. And the only green that there was, it was somebody had irrigated and brought water into that place. Amen. But I began to think uh, when we got to the Dead Sea, it was the next to the last stop on the trip. And the very next trip was going or stop on the trip was going to be we were going to go up to Jerusalem. Amen. I'm telling you, when we began to leave the Dead Sea, it seemed like we would begin to climb and we would climb and we would climb and we would climb. And finally we came up to a plateau and we reached the city of Jerusalem. Amen. When David said, I will look unto the hills, what was he talking about? He was talking about, uh, it doesn't matter where I end up in life, uh, if I end up on the west side, if I end up on the east side, if I end up in the deepest, darkest part of my life, uh, I know that all I got to do is look up. All I got to do is look up and I know what is up in those hills. What is Jerusalem? I'm telling you, Jerusalem is the place where the tabernacle was. Jerusalem is the place where the, the tabernacle was tents, but later on it became a temple of cedars. 
it was the focal point where people met with God. Oh, I feel like preaching. Amen. What was in those hills of Jerusalem? Uh, it was where people made sacrifices unto God. Uh, amen. What was in those hills of Jerusalem? Uh, it was the place where the musicians played. It, were, it was where the singers would sing. It was where the priests would offer up incense, which is praise unto God. It was the place where people could go and get their needs met. Amen. Centuries later, it would be the place where Jesus would go into the temple and he would heal a withered arm. It was the exact place where he would pick up a crippled man. It was the place where he opened blinded eyes. It was the place where he unstopped the deaf ears. It was the place where the Ark of the Covenant was, which represented the actual presence of God. Let me tell you what Jerusalem was. Jerusalem was the church. Everything that was in Jerusalem is in the church of the living God. You can leave blind if you want to, but you don't have to. You can leave deaf if you want to, but you don't have to. Because in the church, there's miracles. Come on, everybody in the house, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He was saying, I am looking unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Listen to what David is saying. He's connecting the tabernacle to the help of God. You know what he was saying is, if I can just get to church one more time, gas may be $4 a gallon, but if I can just get to church one more time, my back may be hurting tonight, but if I can just get back to church one more time. Amen. Praise God. I'm so glad uh, friend Mike Lockett came tonight. He wants the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was all over him a while ago. Man, you know what his story is? The same story of everybody else. Felt like God was finished with him. Amen. I'm telling you, that is the fattest lie the devil ever told anybody. And obviously he tells everybody the same lie. But you know what I said? I knew what I was going to preach tonight when I walked in. God been dealing with me all week long about this message. And I told him, all you need to do is come to church one more time. If you get it in your spirit. If it ever clicks where my help comes from, if it, if you ever get the revelation where deliverance comes from, 
where healing comes from, where remission of sins comes from. Ain't nobody will have to beg you to come to church. Nobody will have to text you and say, well, I sure wish you'd come to church. Of course, I'm going to text you if you don't show up anyway. Praise God. It was years later, in the exact same place in Jerusalem, in an upper room, on a day called Pentecost, that the Holy Ghost was poured out to 120 people. And a few minutes later, it was poured out to 3,000 more people. Oh, I will look unto the hills. The psychiatrist can't help somebody that needs the Holy Ghost. When you spend all your life's earnings uh, trying to get the doctors to fix you, uh, why don't you look unto the hills uh, from whence cometh uh, my help? When marriage counseling can't help you anymore, why don't you look unto the hills from whence cometh my help? Come on, let's love Jesus together right now. It's too many people trying to get fixes in this world. That can only happen on the hill. Well, hallelujah. Alcoholics Anonymous bless their soul, but they ain't gonna break the spirit of alcohol off of you. It's gonna take the power uh, that only comes uh, from the Holy Ghost. Uh, Thank God for all the wonderful people that run rehabs and do all these things. And I appreciate everything they do to help the community. But at the end of the day, you can't break drugs. You can't break the addiction of drugs by the power of positive thinking. You gotta go to the hill where the power is, the church of the living God. Come on, somebody obey the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody ought to praise Jesus. you know where to look when you're in trouble I pray to God you know where to get help it's 
people don't like it, but I got the same answer for everything. It don't matter if you're going through a divorce, you messed up, you relapsed, you're on this, you're on that. You got court tomorrow, you got this. And people think I don't have anything to say. But all I say is, well, I'm going to pray. Well, you shouldn't just pray. You, you ought to. What greater thing in the world could you do than to go up on the hill for somebody and begin to intercede uh, at the. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. If you're in the Jordan Valley with tall grass, you need God. Amen. If you're at the lowest place of your life, you need God. Hallelujah. Some people, when they get down, they start looking down further. Well, hallelujah. You, you don't have... You, Instead of looking unto the hills, when some people get down, they just look down more. And they start confiding in people that are down there with them. Don't take spiritual advice from backsliders. Don't take spiritual advice from rebellious people. You wouldn't take financial advice from poor people. The guy standing in bankruptcy court started telling you how to make money. You going to listen to him? When I get in trouble, I'm not going to look for somebody that's in the same trouble I'm in. If I'm in depression, I'm not going to look for somebody in depression. Will you sit beside me and let's get depressed together? Can we fall to pieces together? I'm going to look into the hills. I don't like depression. I'm going to look unto the hills which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Say, we know that. Why are you preaching that? We know that. No, you don't know that. Your head may know that, but your heart don't know that. Because when you mess up, instead of coming to the altar, you lay out. You can be seated. No, if you're standing, you can keep standing. I was just, I was just rhetorical. I need all the support I can get right now. Help me, God. We know that. We know when you mess up, you need to be in church. Yeah, your head knows that, but your heart don't know that. Did you ever have trouble with so-and-so too? Oh, I think I'm having the same trouble you was with them. Yeah. Tell, tell me what happened. Nothing happened. Let me tell you who gets the victory. It's the one that looks to the hill. Well, I'm thinking about joining a Facebook group. 
of depressed single mamas. Yeah, and you'll just always be a depressed single mama. <laughs> I'm looking for a group of abused husbands. <laughs> so we can waller together. Talk about how bad life is. No, your life is bad because you haven't been looking in the right places. Don't tell me it's all messed up if you ain't praying every day. If you... Praise God. Praise God. Help me, Jesus. You know, a lot of trouble would just work itself out if you just start looking in the right direction. And it ain't down. What did the Bible say? He said, lift up your head. <laughs> well, they're just stuck up. We're not stuck up. We just know our redemption's drawing now. It may be tonight. The trumpet may sound tonight. I'm ready. Come on, are you ready? You got all the bitterness out of your heart? You got all the hatred out of your spirit? Have you repented of your sins? Well, praise God. Amen. I got to get started because I'm about out of time. Amen. It was a church. It was the church where all the good stuff happened to me. Praise God. Young people, praise God. I want to tell you something. All the good stuff happened to me in the church. Praise God. Hey, I want all the young people to come sit on the up here front. Praise the Lord. Y'all, yeah, praise God. Come on, every one of you. I'm not going to go anywhere until you do. Praise God. Elbow them. Sit on the altar. Get a chair, whatever. Praise God. Any others hiding back there? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Ain't God good to us? And if you just sit where you're supposed to sit, you won't get called out. Hallelujah. I want to tell you that everything that happened to me that was bad, y'all look at me. Everything that happened bad happened out there. Every bad thing that happened, every regret in my life happened out there. Y'all hear me? Every, every part of my history that I would love to rewrite and expunge happened out there. And every good thing that ever happened to me happened inside here. There ought to be some mamas and grandmas and grandpas get on their feet and say, preach it, preacher. Preach it, preacher. Amen. When I looked into the hills, that's when I got the Holy Ghost. 
When I started looking into the right place, that's when I got my sins remitted. When I started looking into the right place, that's when all the addictions got dropped. Well, praise God, I feel like preaching. That's when George Jones got thrown out the window. So, Lord, he's preaching against George Jones, yeah? Because you can't be a fountain with sweet and bitter at the same time. You gotta. You can't sing Amazing Grace in his song at the same time. You're either saved or you're a rebel. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Come on, sing it again. Some more Jesus. One more time, that sounds good. That's beautiful. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Man, when you get the understanding of the importance of the church, I said when you get the understanding of the importance of the church, you're going to spend your time trying to build the church and not destroy the church. You don't understand how important the church is. You won't understand how important it is for you to be a builder of it and not a destroyer of it. Well, there was a man named Noah who had a building ministry. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. What are you building, Noah? I'm building the thing that's going to save my family. When you fire shots at your brother, what are you doing? You're destroying the thing that was built to save your family. It's getting quiet in the house all of a sudden. If the ark is what saved them and you kick a board out because you don't like it, praise God. All of a sudden, we're not displacing water anymore. We're taking on water. I was shouting a while ago. 
Say, where do I fit in? I'll tell you what kind of ministry you, you should pursue. A building ministry. Noah was a preacher. The Bible said he was a preacher of righteousness. It said he even warned people. But he wasn't a count meeting preacher. <laughs> There's not one line of one of his messages that ever got on Instagram. Matter of fact, didn't even make it in the Bible. But you can take a three-year-old child and say, what did Noah do? <laughs> he built an ark. Hey, hey I want to ask this church, what's more important to you? Building the ark or building yourself? Oh, this feels good preaching tonight. Hallelujah. Some people are so wrapped up with building their ministry. That they fail to build what will save their family. Well, hallelujah, anyhow. Praise God. Brother Noah, he was a preacher, but you don't know one message he preached. But I can tell you he was a very successful man. You know why I know he was successful? Because every one of his family members. Not one family member was lost. and all my children end up in hell I don't want to save the whole world and my family be lost come on church I'm preaching to you right now there's people that think well Facebook prophets yeah Praise God. Instagram evangelist. YouTube yackers. And they ain't got time to pray for their family. Praise God. Hey, I'm telling you, the desire to be important and to be seen is one of the most dangerous spirits that can get on somebody. It'll make you make the dumbest decisions. It'll make you think that you'd be better off making $50 at, on a service call tonight than coming to service. Why do you got to make $50? Because I got to make the payment on that new boat. Why'd you have to have that new boat? So my neighbors look at me like, well, he's got a new boat. Going to hell, trying to impress people that don't even like you. 
come to build an ark tonight. I need some people that are willing to help build an ark with me. If we never get our name on the marquee, who cares? If our... What are you doing, Noah? What are you doing? I'm building the thing that's going to save my family. Praise God. Let me tell you, when you build the church, you're building the thing that will save your family. Hey, Hey, I think I got a revelation from God today. When you walk in here and you vacuum the floor, you're building the ark. If you clean the toilet, you're building the ark. If you cut the grass, you're building the ark. The people that walk in this place all week long and they pray. You're building the ark. Sister Pate, when you came in here to pray this morning, you know what you were doing? You were putting another board on the ark that'll be the saving of your children. I don't know about you, but I want to see revival in my own family. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I wish some prayer warriors would help me pray right now. I think God's wanna I think God's wanna get a hold of somebody. I think God's wanna take somebody to a new level right now. Come on, mama. When's the last time you spoke in tongues down front? And your babies watched you get drunk in the spirit. You want them saved? Come on, Daddy. When's the last time you jumped up and down? When's the last time you went to hollering? I love you, Jesus. What are you doing when you're doing that? I'm building an ark. I'm putting another piece of wood. Somebody needs to get in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody needs to send a signal right now to another generation. Hey, this church is important. Come on, I feel a breakthrough. Come on. Come on. Come on. You want to help build it? Let the Holy Ghost flow through you. You want to help save your children? Get under the load. Come on, there's a Holy Ghost breakthrough for somebody in this place.
You say, well, they're not with me tonight. Don't worry about that. We're building it. They're going to come if we'll build it. Just keep building. Just keep praying. Keep worshiping. Keep dancing. Ah. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of, I'm preaching to mamas and daddies right now. It's time to get off the fence. It's time to get committed. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, join up with somebody around you. There's a Holy Ghost breakthrough in this place. Come on, you don't even know who you're praying with right now. You don't even know the battle they're facing. Oh, but they need you. They need you to join your faith with their faith. It's a multiplication going on. Come on, we're the generations upon who the end of the world have come. If there ever needed to be builders, we need to be builders. We need to be builders. We need to be about our Father's business.